doing? Cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, but yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me. I like the rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice Oh, yo, fat girl Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat Look at me, I'm skinny It never stopped me from getting busy I'm a freak I like the girls with the boom I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom I'm crazy Allow me to amaze thee They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me I'm still getting in the girls' pants And I even got my own dance We are back. KCWG, the truth.com's program called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, just over a week ago, the world of music was greeted with the unfortunate news development of the passing of Greg Jacobs, also known as Shock G, Humpty Hump, from the legendary Bay Area hip hop conglomerate called Digital Underground. Well, uh, we lost a good brother. And. Um, it, it, it seemed like it, they, they come in threes and you know if you try to get me to name the three major losses that we've had in hip-hop uh, DMX comes to mind uh, the good brother uh, Black Rob and uh, Shock G uh, the latest uh, unfortunate loss uh, we want him to rest in power and paradise and uh, I wanted to pay a special tribute to the good brother and to help me do so we have a gentleman on the line from the Bay Area straight out of Oakland. Um, he had, comes from an organization called Alternative Minds, and uh, he has uh, uh, his foot in the community, as well as in the world of music and education. Uh, I'm excited to meet this cat. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome for the very first time to Psychotic Bump School, the good brother, Mr. Naru Quinna. Mr. Quinna, are you there? How you doing, good brother? You know, I'm I'm good, man. It, it was it was a rough it was a rough week last week with fashion, bro. I mean, literally, mm. I ain't even gonna front, bro. I cried for, for 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 three nights, man. Just thinking about my brother, looking at some old home videos and stuff we had, and just like, man. Um, yeah, yeah. It was rough. It was rough, and I, I talked to his brother Kent, and um, you know, we. Mm. Just, just a little reminiscing, man. He had, he had hit me up a couple months before, man, and told me Shock wasn't doing well. So I, I didn't think it was going to mm. So, yeah, bro. Oh, was, man. Man. So even with that sort of preparation, it was this was still unexpected, right? I mean, I don't know if it was unexpected or what. I mean, literally, he just wasn't doing the best, bro. And I just didn't think he was going to pass that quick. You know, we, 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 yeah. we were hopeful. We were hopeful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to uh, sympathize with you. Uh, I lost my best friend in January very, very unexpectedly. So I'm still in the bereavement stages very much so. So these series of losses uh, have hit differently, all of them. And Shock G hit particularly uh, different as well, given my connection 
to uh, an encounter I had with Tupac years ago. So, good brother, what can you tell us about uh, Mr. Greg Shock G. Jacobs? Uh, if you've been emotional like this, there's a reason for that, good brother. What can you tell us about your relationship with the good brother Shock G? Well, so he was just a homie, man. Like, <laughs> it's funny that he blew up and, and it was great. But, uh, like, I met him on the back of the 40 bus. That's the, the bus line we out here out in Oakland. And anybody from Oakland yeah. or from out in this area knows that it runs from the deepest part of East Oakland all the way through downtown and then like up to berkeley so back in the day we would just be on the bus you know sometimes we would just ride the bus back and forth back and forth playing music i had this i had this boom box with a keyboard on it and everybody would always stop me and ask me about the keyboard and of course i'm you know i'm bumping my music i'm busting rhymes and stuff and um i met greg shot g on the back of the 40 and he was he was drawing in a sketchbook and mm. he looked he had looked up and saw me. He was like, "Dude, that's that's a fresh radio." I was like, "Yeah, man." And I looked over and like, "Dude, you drew that?" And, and he, mm. he, he was drawing some P Funk inspired type stuff. I was like, "Oh man," and, mm. and you know George Clinton and those are those are our folks. You know my 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 DJ back in the day named Chaos. Uh, we actually uh, uh, did some stuff with George Clinton, and um, so you know we kind of we kind of bonded around the funk when when I saw his work. Yes, and, sir. You know, we, Kind of start kicking it, kicking freestyles, you know, rhyming or whatever. And I'm asking, I asked him if he knew Chaos, and he had heard of him. So I, we, I hooked them up to me because they were like super funk dudes. Me, I just like the funk, but I'm more of a hip hop cat. Yes, and, um, that's how we, that's how we met, and um, we just were hella cool ever since then. And um, you know, he would come, come over, and we would freestyle, make beats up, whatever. And uh, then when they blew up. Uh, him and Chaos had fallen out <laughs> a little bit over over a sample, you know. I'm like, why y'all fighting over something that neither one of y'all made? But you know, <laughs> it was yeah. a little thing going on. But uh, uh, you know, we would we you know we would go do the videos with him and stuff, and um, you know, Humpty Dance. Uh, I mean, I think the first one was Do What You Like, and yeah. Hotel Downtown Oakland at the London Lodge. Man, it was so much fun, and um. You know, we would just you would just party, man. We were young, single, you know, having a good time. Well, break me. that down for me, yeah, because that that era, man. Because when we found out about Shock G, it was early '90s, man. So the era you talking about being on the back of the bus of the '40, we talking what early '80s, mid '80s? Yeah, mid '80s. Yeah, mid '80s. Because um, I'm trying to remember when he, he moved out here. He came out here from Brooklyn, but I yeah, a lot of time in in Florida, Tampa as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was out here and. Um, you know, he had a, you know, Money B is already out here. They, you know, they from out they from the mm -hmm. town. I, I know Money B's father, Bobby McCall, man, a, a, a militant brother, man, did a lot of stuff in the community. And um, mm -hmm. so that that time, you know, in the 80s was just like, you know, cats walking around with linoleum, throwing it down on the ground, break dancing, you know, <laughs> on Telegraph Avenue in Berkeley. We had a couple of record stores, Leopold's, Rasputin's, mm -hmm. uh, Amoeba. And, uh, you know, we would be outside, you know, trying to sell our stuff. You know, the Bay Area is the hustle town. So we would be out selling our, you know, our cassettes back then, mm. these later. And, you know, we would be in front of the record store because they wouldn't they wouldn't put our stuff in the store. So we'd be in front of the store selling our stuff and, you know, playing in and stuff like that. So that was kind of like the, the atmosphere. The hip hop was just thriving, right. bro. It was just like that. It was it, you know, walking around, you know, loving the East Coast because that's where it started. So a lot of us, we know, would have our 
our gear on looking like the East Coast. And this was uh kind of like when when the when the medallions was out, bro. We was getting rid of the gold chains and wearing the black medallions with with Huey on it and stuff like mm -hmm. that, bro. It was it was that era when we met. So what can you tell us about your recollection about uh the, the Humpty Dance era and uh what that meant to Shock, Digital Underground, what it meant to Oakland and uh good brother, what it meant to you? Well, for me, like I said, I was at the video shoot. Now, if you blink, you might miss me, but I'm in that video. And uh, ah. bro, for me, like I said, I was young, single. So all it meant to me was, man, I'm about to go and kick it with, with the partners and we're just going to be some fine women here, mm -hmm. bro. We about to turn up. We about to drink. We about to do what I didn't smoke, but I, a lot of folks did. And like, we're going to turn up and have fun and celebrate this music, man. We, it was a celebration, bro. Every time we got together, it was a celebration, man. Whether we was at the house barbecuing or whether we was on a video shoot whether we just ran into each other at a street or a show or whatever it was just always the same man it was always what's up quick what's up shock what's going on bro what's going on you know mm. and me i never wanted to sign to a label i i, I turned down many deals i just kind of saw what it was doing to some people mm. and i was you know i was an educator so i'm like i, I, I just view music for fun I, it never was like something i wanted to do to make money although i, I did make money and, and um I started a company called Hip Learning where I use hip hop to teach. So I kind of combined what I uh, do as a teacher and my music and, you know, that that became very successful. So I was happy about that. But yes, um, just just fun, bro. Like it was every time I see him, I, I, the last time I saw him, I was shooting my shoot my film and um, uh, he was they would we're doing a tribute for Tupac out of Yoshi's in San Francisco. And um he pulled me up on stage to rhyme with him and stuff. And like, man, mm. bro, still, like I said, still the same old dude. Uh, you know, I, I can't speak for anybody else's experience with, with shot. Um, I can only speak from, from my perspective, you know, some people might have a whole different experience, but like I said, I met him before he ever got big. So I, I'm assuming if you met him once he was always successful, he might be a little leery or, you mm -hmm. know, unapproachable or whatever, you know, cause you know, you, you just got to kind of watch out who you come into contact with, you know, cause a lot of people had their hand out and want something. And I never asked him for anything, never asked him to be on a project, nothing like, you know, I'm like, you just a homie. I don't, you know, I, I'm doing my thing. I, I love what I do and I love what you do. And, um, mm. it, it's, it's all good, but, um, yeah, man, just, just, uh, you know, I, like I, I had wish, fun, bro. wish the brother could wish the brother was still here. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, man, that, that's real. This is KCWG, the truth.com's program is called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Ron. We're talking to the good brother, Naru Quina, uh, Bay Area legend in his own right. You heard the brother, hip learning, educator, MC, uh, community activist, musician. Uh, the brother does it all. He's helping us break down the life and times and the, the good fellowship of our recently acquired ancestor, the good brother Greg Jacobs, Shock G of Digital Underground. A uh, little birdie told me, uh, Mr. Quina, that uh, you actually uh, contributed a little bit to the, the good brother's wardrobe in the Humpty Dance video. Uh, well, what's up with that? Well, if you if you see the if you see that uh, that white furry hat, that might look familiar. That I, that's uh, the same hat I had on um, in, in, on an album cover. And, um, 
<laughs> so yeah, he wanted he wanted a hat like that. So it, it was it wasn't it wasn't my hat, but it was, yeah. it was um he he wanted he he liked the hat that I had on. So he went and found something similar to it and oh, right it. on. It was right all on. good. It was no he already he, he said, "Yeah, I mean, I like that hat. I'm going to get me one of them." <laughs> right. Well, I tell you, man. I mean, just little things like that, man. Just, you know, and that that's what's so beautiful about it. You know, your story, you know, the way you, you reflect on uh, shock and your your reverence for him, wishing he was still here. You know, I feel you, man. But just just the the authenticity of your friendship with him, and you know, it's like I I almost don't want to ask you any personal questions about it because I don't want to touch that. You know what I mean? Because that was that was between y'all. You know what I mean? And it kind of reminds me of man, what was Muhammad Ali's photographer's name? He was with him forever. Took all of his photos, all of his most iconic photos. Uh, this brother snapped all of them. And, wow. you know, Muhammad was, you know, Ali, the, come on now, greatest of all time. And this cat, yeah, the, the, this cat was with him the whole time. And you know what he said? He kind of said what you just said. He's like, yo, Ali's my friend. I've never asked him for a single dime, ever, ever. You know, he's just my friend, you know? And so when you have a bond like that, man, it's like all the success in the world is not going to change you. And so he... Digital went on to do uh, the Sons of the P, and they had several albums after that. And then, you know, you talk about that other side where, you know, uh, Shock had this persona with Humpty, but at the same time, you're not just going to roll up on this cat. Because it's funny, my, my journalist friend, A. Scott Galloway, who's been on this show multiple times, uh, when we pay tribute to B.B. Dickerson of War, uh, the songwriter, bassist, and lead vocalist on The War is a Ghetto, uh, he was talking about, man, uh, he was reflecting on these cats who comprised the band War. You know, they, they're musicians, but they got another life, too. And then he said, man, Digital Underground had this song called It's a Good Thing That We're Rapping. Because <laughs> in that song, man, Humpty is just flowing. Hell yeah. I mean, he's just flowing poetic, but he's talking that Mac stuff, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's breaking it down. And so just just little things like that. You know, you talk about his musicianship. Uh, again, th that that's y'all's personal space. But what what would you like the world to know about Shock G, man? This is your friend, man. What 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 does the world not know, but could benefit about knowing about the good brother Shock G? Man, he believed in what he was doing. He believed in in, in his talent. He knew he was talented, and he didn't uh, he didn't quit, bro. He kept kept he kept grinding, doing his thing. Mm. and honing his skill he never stopped learning he never stopped playing i mean uh, he i'm sure he was playing <laughs> the around the time he passed away and then you know touching that keyboard you know making up new music uh just a good person man uh i really like i don't know a lot of people here in the bay that have bad things to say about about him man i don't think he mm. did anybody you know too wrong maybe you know my man chaos <laughs> he had beef with him but um, <laughs> yeah that you know yeah. that, that's a whole nother story that's a musical thing but as far as personal yeah. and what he did you know he just was hella chill dude like i said like you you he was he was approachable out here you know and like in the bay man it's kind of different i don't know how it is in like la and new york but mm -hmm. man like all the cats we got out here man you just you know just come up holler at him it ain't it ain't no big star thing we know we don't be tripping mm -hmm. on people like that man like mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that, bro. I'm so glad you said that because remember at the top I said I had a, a Tupac story that, uh -huh. that, that kind of ties in with Shock too. because in 92, of course, I was living in L.A. at the time. I'm with a crew called the Soul Children L.A. We had this event at that time 
Uh, we're known now for an event called Juju, but back then we did an event called Brown Rice and Barbecue, and we debuted at <laughs> the uh, barbecue pit, right? And so this was like circa 1992. The movie Juice was out and popping. Oh <laughs> and in walks uh, Tupac Shakur, man. And I was working behind the counter at the time. This is our event that we're putting on. We had these elixirs, and we called one of them buzzed, and we called the other one faded, right? So ah. buzzed, you just want to get a little lit, but faded, you just want to get knocked out. <laughs> it was strong. And I, he asked, you know, what's in the drinks? I was like, yo, it's this, this, and that. He's like, yo, I want that one faded. He said, yo, but I, but I want two of them. What? So, yeah. So Pac came through our event, Brown Rice and Barbecue, got two fadeds. Uh, hung wait, out wait, wait, hold on, bro. I need to know what I need to know what's in that drink, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was a combination of some fruit punch, and the the buzz had probably some. Uh, the, okay, the strongest one had rum. The other one had t Bacardi. So okay. one of them, the, the I think the rum was in the buzz. The Not the one fifty one. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think so. Because the faded had both. So the, that's what it was. Faded had both of them because that's why it was so strong. It was faded. So he said, yo, I want two of them. And Pac bought a drink from us, man. And it was so lovely, man. It was a packed house that night. We were so happy. And that was even before I get around came out. And so when the news hit that shock had passed, you know, all of that came back to me, man. Shock right, produced. Right, right, I get right. around, you know. And so, again, like you said at the top, without shock we wouldn't have tupac you know we wouldn't have had that uh story as we know it but again you knew, you knew all these cats on such a different level man and so uh just just the tone of the city i mean i know uh you you're you know bred and raised in that city alone and i know you can't speak for the entire city but uh can you give us an idea of how the city is uh reeling because i know the memorial is planned for it's today, it's today actually okay Okay. Yeah, I just talked to I just talked to Sleuth, who was Shock's um, a manager. He was I just talked to him yesterday. He was on his way out there, and um, yeah, he 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 was flying out. I forgot where he was. He was he was in Mexico, then he was somewhere else. But yeah, so Sleuth Sleuth has this book called Hip Hop Tales, bro. If you haven't re read that, if you want to get some insight on digital, that's the book you want to read. It's called Hip Hop oh, Tales by Sleuth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, he he talks about. A lot of the Bay Area, him coming out here from from Brooklyn and meeting Shock and and and, and how he became Shock's manager. And Sleuth was the coolest manager I ever met because he he don't be trying to act like he the man. Like a lot of managers try to act like they're the man, but he Sleuth was just like I'm Sleuth, boom boom, uh, you know. And you have to find out you what I didn't know you was a manager, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm the manager, man. <laughs> I love it. And so me and him have a real cool relationship. We talk, we talk uh, uh, all the time. And um, I'm yeah. in the book. I'm in the book as well. I got a oh, little story nice. in there. And um, but um, people get it twisted about California, man. That that I forgot to mention this earlier. Now that you're talking about Sleuth, uh, you know Sleuth. Uh, I don't know him, but okay. but I I appreciate what you're saying so much because when Pot came through years ago. You know, he was just kicking it because you said they, these these cats from around the way. I mean, they big stars to a lot of people, but they down to earth and California, L.A. It's very down to earth. It gets a bad rap because people think it's Hollywood. They think it's right, a, right, a right. Lot of no fake doubt. people. You know, it's the, the, the real cats that are born and raised in L.A. like me. We no man. We it's, it's the people that come from outside. that make it <laughs> give it that perception. But it's some real heads. Right, right. 
in LA, just like in Oakland, right? Oh, so, without a doubt, without a doubt, bro. Man. It's, it's real cats all over, man. Like even San Francisco, man, they get the reputation of, you know, the, the gay and all that. But man, it's mm -hmm. straight hood cats in, in San Francisco. This place uh, in San Francisco, I won't even go, bro. I'm come like, on. I'm not going over there. Right. Without somebody I know, without somebody to give me a pass. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So he, I'm sure he wrote in the book about because you you were talking about Shock's brother Kent. Because what people don't know, well, it's it's out there now because Shock, right, right, right. You know that that whole thing with his brother and playing, pulling off the act on stage. Uh, do you do you have any insight on that? How they made that come to life on stage when people were like, "Is it Shock? Is it Humpty? Is it one the same? Both different?" We used to be cracking up because we all knew knew, <laughs> but but Kent looked almost identical to Shock. He just a little shorter than Shock. Wow. And um, if he throw that nose on you, I really you not gonna tell unless you just know the story. So we would be laughing because a lot of people outside the Bay Area always thought it was two different people because of that video when Kent had it on and you could see them both together. So we'd be cracking mm. up like, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if Kent, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think Kent rapped as, as, as Humpty. He just kind of worried and then maybe Shock would go and they would go in the back or something. He'd come out and then he'd be Humpty or something. Who knows, bro? Mm -hmm. I don't remember how it went down, but you know, Kent's right. a great musician on his own. He's an incredible uh, writer and guitar player and everything, man. He's, oh, wow. Yeah, nice. Wow. He's, he's, out, he's out here in the Bay. Yeah, he plays a little rock guitar, funk. Oh, yeah. He's right? a, he a wild boy. He's a wild boy. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Man, so many stories. So much rich history, man. And see, uh, Kent, Kent never wanted Shock to put him on either. Look at that. He wanted to do his own thing. Ah. Now, if yes. anybody could have got put on and really, like, Oh my God! Put him out or get a deal. You look like Kent was trying to do that. Kent likes, and Kent Kent's just a cool dude too, man. He's he they I don't know they family just got some coolness in their blood because Kent <laughs> is hella cool too, man. Hanging out with Kent, man, mm. we did his beer fest uh, a couple years ago, and man, we were just out there kicking to get beers, chilling, man. You know, mm. <laughs> wow. Cool. Uh, you know, it's wow. Fun, bro. It's well, fun. I tell you, man, you 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 got some good energy. Uh, just that that just emanates from you yourself, and you know the, these cats that you sharing stories about, man. I can tell uh, why they dug a cat like you, man. Uh, they they gave us so much. They gave us so much music, so many good things to be inspired from, and uh, we're gonna miss this brother. I mean, that that just scratches the surface, you know, of what this whole thing means for you. Uh, by the time people hear this, uh, the memorial will have been over the weekend. And um, are, are you planning to uh, pay further respects uh, by attend, you know, attending it? Or no, no, I'm not going. It's it's going on probably right now. It's it's Saturday. It's going on now. Yeah. Um, I talked to Kent when he gets back. I'm like, we we need to do something out here in the Bay. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't like to travel, bro. I hate airplanes, bro. Okay. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, but uh, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna put something together, like, but you know, like a celebration of life type thing, right? Out here, you right. know, more more than a funeral or um, um, thing. Oh, like absolutely. That. So I mean, um, well, there's, there's a lot of people there. already paying tributes mm -hmm. uh, to him mm -hmm. on, on DJs and and on other platforms, uh, all over social media and all of that. So he's definitely. He's definitely getting his his, his flowers, you know. Yes, right sir. Now, but um, I, yes, I, sir. Uh, rather have him here than than, than all of this. Man. Man. Um, Tell me had, about it. 
you know, I, I can only imagine the music that he had. I'm thinking of like, you know, he did, you know, he did a remix for Prince, bro. You know what I mean? Like this love guy, sign. Was it love? What sign? it is, you know, it's like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, man, it was so dope. Like, it really matched, you know, like their their energy. Like, man, that was dope. And I, I can only imagine because I'm thinking about how much Prince music he's releasing now. And I think I, mm. I'm sure Greg has. Well, he lost a lot in the fire. There was a fire here in the Oakland Hills some years ago, and he lost oh. a lot of hard drives. And that he that that really made him spiral a little bit. That that hurt him because he oh, had some man. incredible. I'm talking about incredible, incredible music. But I, I'm mm. sure he, he rebuilt some of his catalog, and um, hopefully Ken or some other people will will, will see fit to go in and um, remix or master and put some of that that music out. Because you know most of the artists that we know, man. The music that they put out, they, they've got hundreds and hundreds of more songs that we've never, ever heard. And they might not oh, yeah. think are great, but if we hear them, we might think they're the best song ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I have to admit, I mean, I, I heard the song by Prince years ago. I didn't know Shock did that. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. And you know what? He didn't make a big deal out of it either. That's the, the, <laughs> that's California. See, the real Californians, the, we, we like that, bro. We we not all about that rah-rah. It's like, look, he sounds like he was a real one, yo, a real right. one. Man, I'm going to miss him, man. I'm hurting for you. I'm hurting with you. Um, may this brother rest in paradise and may his music live on, good brother. What's the best way for people to keep in touch with you, good brother? You got anything coming up that you'd like the public to know about? goodness bro i mean how much time you got man you got <laughs> lay it on us brother i just i just released a solo album it's called the gospel uh, mm -hmm. i did it with these brothers from the uk um named temper and during covid i was like man i was going crazy so I, this is the first time i ever got music from somebody where i wasn't in the studio with them and um then i mm -hmm. I, I went out and um recorded my vocals they sent me the music and i recorded the music uh with my man bars who was um a crazy uh, engineer grammy winner uh he he uh engineered the, the fantastic negritos album he's out in el cerrito mm. for his thing so mm -hmm. i, I mm -hmm. leave it over there so i've been getting really good response from this project we're gonna start shooting videos for that i'm in the top 10 on trend city radio booming and got some some crazy stuff and um nice. I, got a, I got a hip learning project out as well called our world our planet where i'm talking about global warming and, and water rights and all of that so that's kind of what hip learning does and um so we're going to start shooting videos for that i just started a a video production company so we're going to start shooting our own videos we just got all this equipment so now we're in the learning phase brother learning mm -hmm. all this equipment mm -hmm. and everything and um and um then you know my my uh my nonprofit is uh, alternative mind foundations we help out a lot of artists uh with their contracts and things of that nature we help out the uh, disabled community the homeless community and um mm. Man, just, 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 uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an Oakland dude, man. I'm out here just in my community. Um, I'm eating that plant-based food now for about a year and a half, man. I, right I'm, I'm riding on that. I never thought I would, <laughs> would be like eating like that, but, uh, mm -hmm. wow, it, it really made me feel better. So I'm hoping everybody, you know, give it a try. I know everybody likes their fried food and all that stuff, but, uh, you can, you can make that plant-based go. So that's what I'm, I want to put that message out and, um, right on. And, and, and I also want to say, you know, like, you know, shock had some some problems with with substances. And I really want people to know that, you know, you really need to stay away from from the substances. They're, they're, they're not ever going to really do you the greatest uh, 
in the long run, you know, it mm. might be something you can deal with for a while. And we've all, you know, tried them out here. I don't know. I said we all, but you know, we've, mm-hmm. we've all done some, some of the stuff, uh, some of the people I'm around, but, um, mm-hmm. it's just, um, I just want the youth to know, you know, that you don't, you can get high off the air. You don't need, you don't need, high above and, um, that's right. you know, learn, learn from these people, man. Learn. I mean, yeah. we look, we look, we look at the greatest, some of the greatest, look at Michael Jackson. One of the greatest went down with substances, you know, went down with the prescription drugs. And I'm not just talking about, you know, drugs and I'm talking about prescription pills, Stuff, man go natural you know get some herb get some tea you know talk mm-hmm. to acupuncturists you know like there are other ways to cope and deal than, mm-hmm. than, than drugs out here so that's the that's the message that i i want to um put, put forth um uh, for everybody to, to to take in and um you know ingest that absolutely well that's going to be well received good brother a word to um all of our captive listeners out there uh that's the good word uh the good brother is naru quina uh, Bay Area legend, hip learning, alternative minds. Uh, good brother, thank you so much for joining us. And um, my condolences for this loss, man. And like I said, may his music, as well as yours and your projects, along with your beautiful family, live on and prosper. Okay, good brother? Brother Rome, I really appreciate it. It's been an honor and a pleasure to meet you, brother. And um, anything I can do to, like, you know, make your platform go, because uh, I've, I've listened to a couple of your things, man. You're doing a good job over there, bro. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. Also want to thank our very special guests for the evening, Katina Watts, Lori Peacock, Aaron Wiley-Sands, Nicholas Mays, Dr. Chase Moore, and of course, the good brother, Naru Quina. Also want to send a very, very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care.